Hey, yo, is this mic on? It is on. Yo, welcome back to the BMM Black Meta Mafia podcast. I am one third of your host. If this is your first time listening, I go by Some Call Me Dez. Some of y'all may know me from my gaming endeavors over on my YouTube and Twitch channel is Olympus Gaming. I got my two co-hosts here, and um, yeah, this is the official episode one. What's going on, y'all? What's up, y'all? This is Kelk from Clean. How y'all doing out there in the world today? Yo, 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 it's that boy Devour Acid, a.k.a. D-Weezy, a.k.a. The Enforcer, you know what I'm saying? The Enforcer. We up in here. Yo, yo, um, shout out to y'all, man. Y'all gave us a lot of dope feedback for episode zero. That was really just a test episode to kind of test all the equipment out. Um, as we kind of go forward with the podcast, we're going to get better equipment. The boy David came through with new microphones and all that. But first and foremost, I got to give a big shout out to all of the listeners out there. Y'all gave us amazing feedback. So applause to y'all, man. Applause to y'all. We really appreciate the love. Shout out to everybody that listened to our first week podcast. Thank y'all for that. Thank you for the love and everything. Absolutely, absolutely. Like I said, as we uh, as we kind of we all kind of have a background in public speaking and you know content creation, so this is always going to be a a fun thing to do. So uh, it's definitely you know, something we're going to continue to do on week on week. You know, you guys submit topics to us, whatever you want to hear us talk about, and of course, as always, we're going to have timestamps down below. So if there's a topic that we talk about that you're not particularly interested in, no worries. That's what the timestamps are for. We consider ourselves a variety podcast, so we want to touch on a little bit of everything. And uh, yeah, so. That being said, let's go ahead with the mental health check. What y'all been up to this week? Just living life and trying to relax. That's all I've been up to this week. Just living life and trying to relax. That's Mm -hmm. all. Man, you know, I'm still on that exercise journey. You dig what I'm saying? Um, Did three miles today on the elliptical. You know what I'm saying? Almost four miles. So I'm feeling good, man. Keeping it up. Uh, Been playing some video games this weekend. That new Horizon Forbidden Uh West on PS5. And I'm, I'm going to touch up on it a little bit later. Yep. Same here. I've been, uh, of course, working out, going to work. Work and working out are like the two things that take up most of my time. But outside of that, just been working on a couple new YouTube videos. Uh, my gaming side, I'm working on a couple revisit videos, a couple Yakuza videos, um, Devil May Cry, stuff like that. You know, if, you, if you're interested in that, go over to the gaming side and you'll see all that. But uh, that's all I've been doing really this week. And just uh, we want to go see Uncharted this week, too, me and Brandon. Uh, David, I don't think you did you see that movie yet? I didn't see it, man. I was not at all um, excited for Uncharted. Um, Uncharted to me is cinematic enough that it's already a movie, right? And I mean, heavily inspired by Indiana Jones, Tomb, for like Tomb Raider. I feel like those were one of the movies that just did not need to be made, so I will not be watching it. I'll catch it on okay. the world premiere on TNT, probably in like a year or two. Not but TNT. um, but I mean, I'm hope like the impression that I got just from reading the reviews and the impression that people told me is that you know they took the biggest set pieces from the games. And they centered like an origin story about it. Like they try to remix things a little bit. So, I mean, it, it's basically what I expected. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to me, it's not enough to go and actually buy a ticket. Now, if it comes up on HBO Max or one of the streaming services, which you will, probably. you know, I'm yeah, going to check it out, you know, but I already know what to expect. I mean, I'm more excited for like Uncharted 5 if that ever comes out. Well, like the movie. I guess I guess that's a perfect segue into the first topic of the night is uh, Uncharted. So me and Brandon this week, we went to go see Uncharted. What was that Friday night? Yeah, we saw it Friday night. Friday night. We, so we went to Warehouse 72. Yeah, yeah, it's Warehouse 72, which is a really good restaurant. Shout out to them. Um, but uh, yeah, we went to go see it, you know, Friday night. And I actually went Tuesday to see it again because I fell asleep during the final 
Arc of, what does that say about the movie though? Nah, man. Oh. It just you know what I think what it was. I, I, this is not the first movie I've done this in because I've, I've come to realize at my age, I'm getting, I'm knocking on the door at thirty. I can't go to work for eight hours straight and go straight out, go to the movies. It's just it ain't working. So I went, I went to see it a second time um, on, on my day off from work, and I, you know I enjoyed it a lot more the second time around. Now what's crazy is. When me and Brandon went to go see it, we went to the IMAX. So that's usually the mm-hmm. format that I choose to do when I watch any big blockbuster, whether it's Disney, Marvel, DC. I mean, that's what they call you, IMAX theirs, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, but you know what's yeah. crazy? Once you kind of once you kind of experience those premium formats in movie theaters, whether it's like IMAX, RBX, D-Box, 40X, Dolby Cinema, it's really hard to go back to like standard, you know, Movie viewing because I remember I went uh, on a little date to go watch Resident Evil. Oh um, damn! Yeah, that and movie. I, and I didn't have a premium option, so you know when I went to go see that, I was just like, "Yo, this is like, uh, I don't think I can go back to after you know experiencing IMAX." But when I went to go see this movie Tuesday, it was my first time doing RPX, which is Regal's premium format, I believe, and it yeah. was a. Uh, it's, it's not as immersive as IMAX, you know, it's not as good as that, but it is a nice upgrade from your standard movie going experience. But that's so. equivalent to uh, comparing DVDs to Blu-rays. The, what, IMAX, the IMAX is a Blu-ray and the DVD is a RCX. Uh, I wouldn't say it's... It's HD DVD. It's more like a a closer comparison would be like if RPX is like your iTunes digital, then IMAX is like your pure uncompressed Blu-ray. But anyway... That's not the point. But yeah, if you ever go into the movies, you know, if you can afford it, you know, if you have one of those movie subscription services, make sure that you go watch any movie in the premium format. And I promise you, you will never want to watch another movie in standard ever again. But Uncharted, Uncharted. I'm going to go to you, Brandon. I have a little bit more to say about this, but what did you think of the movie overall? Overall, I actually really enjoyed the movie. It has a good storyline, action. I love how Tom Hartley played played Nathan Drake. Mm -hmm. And I love Mark Wahlberg. Mark Mark Wahlberg did a Great job in his role. Okay. Okay. I will say, um, and if you guys don't know Tom Holland, you know, the guy who plays Spider-Man and Mark Wahlberg is, you know, starring in this movie is Nathan Drake and Sully. I will say if you're going into this movie as a, if you're watching this as a movie goer who don't, who don't necessarily have experience with the video games, you have no source material to kind of draw from or compare it to. So in that regard, you kind of have the advantage. So I think as the average movie goer goes to watch this, the average, you know, action film, you go see all the blockbuster movies and stuff like that. I think they're going to enjoy this because there was a lot of cool action scenes, you know, the characters, they were somewhat interesting, you know, Tom Holland and Mark Zuck, Mark Zuckerberg, oh my god. Mark, Mark, Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg had really good chemistry on uh, on screen. Um yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a it's a cute movie. Is oh. I, I don't think it's gonna win any awards necessarily, but it was a fun movie to kind of watch in theaters with friends. So like, and the actor scenes were really amazing, especially the boat one at the end. Oh yeah, that was good. So was this good. is what my question is about the Uncharted movie. Do you think like not necessarily has a movie goer, but has a person who's a fan of Uncharted? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. is it a good movie from that perspective? Like, I'm, like, are there Easter eggs? Like, do they do a lot of references, or is it mostly like a franchise film where they're setting up two and three? You know, well, there's in the next a couple of years. There's a post credit scene that I missed the first time I saw it. Yes. Um, I but, think they're they're setting this up to be a uh, franchise, and I and I think it has potential as an action franchise. Like, I think if you like I said, if you divorce. The, if you just forget about anything that happened in the games and kind of go into this fresh, I think you'll enjoy it way more. Like, I have never played any of the games. 
that's what that's what I mean. Your that's probably why you enjoyed it more. Yeah, like, like I've never played any games. I know that I know the games have amazing storylines into them. So yeah, like that. definitely. But that didn't influence my opinion of it. So now that you've seen the movie, does that make you want to play the games? Mm, not really. I mean, especially like <laughs> I, 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 P- want, I mean, look, let's be I didn't want to play the game before. Has, I like, like has a PS5 owner, right? Yes. It's not too many choices, right? Yes. So I mean, the Uncharted Legacy Collection should be right at near the top of your list, then. No, in theory, it should, but it's not. Like I, I, have, I have never wanted to play Uncharted. I know, I've heard of, I heard amazing reviews for it and stuff like that. I've just never been that interested in the game because it's yeah, a long I've been, game. Like ever since the first Uncharted, because I remember when we first got a PS3 way back in two thousand and eight or nine wow that was the first game that we had like it came i mean of course they packed it with the system so you know i mean that's the first time when games started being 60 dollars. so it was like yeah my little my pops was like look until y'all beat this game y'all ain't getting no other ones so we played uncharted like day and night and it was like crazy because it was like playing a movie right consecutively like oh crap this is happening this is happening this is happening Mm -hmm. then when the second one came out it was already like unfortunately I'm ashamed to say this, but the but Uncharted Two was the first game I ever pre-ordered. Wow! All right, okay. so so you you loved Uncharted? Yeah, series. I loved Uncharted, and even, then, before, even before Call of Duty, even before Call of Duty. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, Uncharted. I played all the games. I can't. I'm gonna be honest. I don't really remember. It's been so long since I touched any of the Uncharted games. So I don't really remember much that happened. But I, I do kind of want to go back and replay it just for comparison's sake. But um, I think as the average moviegoer, you know, just the everyday person who has no knowledge of Uncharted, I think they'll go in and enjoy this movie. Like when I, I was telling people it. I went to go see it, the first question: well, What is Uncharted? What is that? So a lot of people, your average non-gaming demographic, they don't even know what Uncharted is. So I think for them going into this, they're gonna have a good time with it because there was some very cool special effects. You know the, the the cast was cool, um, yeah. And plus, Tati, the girl who played the villain with the sleeve tattoo, oh, she's hot. <laughs> okay. Oh, fun fact, fun fact for What's y'all. Um, so, Uncharted went through an entire period of almost a decade of development hell, where actually Mark Wahlberg was actually originally mm-hmm. way back in like way back when uh, two thousand thirteen in twenty thirteen he was actually announced to play you know Drake like Nathan the main Drake, character. Yeah. I heard about that. Yeah, I heard yeah. about this. Yeah. That's interesting. But, yeah, know. I mean, overall, the movie is, is fun. It's a fun time. I mean, I, I think, again, for the general movie-going audience who don't necessarily have a PlayStation or never really you know, watch these games or play these games, I think with I, they're going to enjoy this. I, you know, if you look at uh, Rotten Tomatoes right now, the critics, they're not crazy about it, but the audience score is much higher. So, yeah, you know, it is what it is. So well, I'm more excited for the uh, Last of Us TV show than, than oh, I went, definitely, than I went definitely. for this movie. Yeah, But that's yeah. what I was also thinking, too, when y'all were like, oh, y'all going to go see the Uncharted movie. I, I, I feel like video games always translate better in a serial format like TVs versus. Absolutely. It's always difficult. I mean, unless you're talking about like a franchise like Sonic and Mario, which is already simplistic in plot. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, yeah, I, I totally agree. When you have a... Um, series of games that are eight hours 10 hours 12 hours a piece it's very hard to condense all of that down into like a two-hour experience so yeah, yeah i agree i agree well anything else on the uncharted movie brandon you uh, said anything you had to say, I said like, oh i said everything i wanted to say it was a really good one i recommend people go see it's kind of like a national treasure movie you like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah national no, treasure no, yeah. Tomb Raider. Like, I mean, yeah yeah it has those definite like influences for sure i would say um if you can catch it on i it's hard for me to recommend you pay full price to it's see worth, this. I think but it's worth the full price because 
I was mm. We watched it the first time. I'm like, I I really enjoyed it. I, I was on the, on the edge of my seat the whole movie. I I guess for me because I've, I've watched so many movies, it's not something I haven't seen before. So I don't know about paying like a full like twenty dollars to go sit down and watch this. But again, if you find it on a streaming service or you just don't have anything to do on a day that you just want to go to the movies and watch something fun, I don't have a problem with you going to see it. But right. full price, eh, that's debatable. But then, but there isn't anything else out right now. It's probably That's the hottest true. movie on the street right now. Like mm. besides that Channing Tatum movie with and the dog. Dog. Oh, I heard. I heard. That. I heard that was pretty good. Actually. Yeah, no, I saw some good reviews for it. It can't be the good because I'm trying to dog. blow him out the way this weekend. <laughs> yeah, it was that good. People but, saw no, it. But I thought Spider Man was still hitting the charts and you know ma- ma- like making it do what it do at no, the theaters. I'm trying to with no one movie in America. That's a, that's another thing. I could not when watching Tom so, Holland play Nathan Drake, I just could not get Peter, the thought Peter of Peter Parker. Parker out of my head. Like he cannot <laughs> shake that for me. But uh overall man, it was it was a fun time. I you know I do recommend it. You know, there were some fun scenes and you know my girl Tati, you know, I love seeing black women play roles like that. The dominant Badass, gun clapping, jumping out of planes, like oh, Tati was the star of the movie for me. So, you know, I, I think she played in that movie. Uh, not movie, it's a TV show. I think she played in You, which I never actually watched that, but I hear oh, that's a tearjerker. Yeah, yeah, uh, You is a crazy ass. I need to watch uh, that. I've never y'all, seen that. Look, y'all got to binge that. Right. And she played in the Chillin's, uh, Chillin's Adventure of Sabrina on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, she, she did, she did, she did yeah, a really yeah. good job in that show. Yeah, yeah. I, well, this is my first time seeing her in a movie, and I, and I really liked her role here. So, yeah, shout out to Tati. Um, she's she's good. Okay, well, uh, my next topic is actually I switched because I was originally going to talk about the whole Disney hospitality business, but I found something that was a little bit more relevant and interesting to me. So there's a, and this is not new news, but I guess they're revisiting the topic. Uh, the cost of living increase in most metropolitan cities, people moving to smaller cities. And it made me think, you know, is living in a big metro city worth it in 2022? What do y'all think? Yes. Yes? Okay. I mean, inflation is a mug, man, but I think it's still worth it. Um, I don't really think we're going to see a mass max ex- like exodus of people going into, like, smaller places. I mean, and you definitely still see people, like, Everyone talking about the California to Texas thing, you know? Yeah, like little, don't California my Texas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like we're seeing a lot of that. We're seeing a lot of New York cats. I don't know if y'all been around downtown lately, but I've been hearing the word Bev a lot, and I'm like, oh, New Yorkers. Uh. Well, I look at it like this. I think with the pandemic, um, and a lot of these jobs are going remote now. Uh, you know, yeah. a lot of these jobs you can work from home. So now mm-hmm. you you beg the question. A lot of people were married to their cities because of their career. Yes. So true. you have to think a lot of people who are moving are a lot older. They're not in their 20s anymore. So as you get older, you kind of don't want to be around that hustle and bustle, being around a bunch of people, got to deal with traffic, got to deal with this, got to deal with high cost of living. So if you can, if you're already, if, you're, if your life is already just work and home, work and home, why are you in a major city like Manhattan or, or you know, L.A. Well, or something I like think that? Maybe it's like a cultural thing because yeah. could you see yourself – Okay, so like Brandon, like so like you're from Killeen. Yep. So, so I lived in Killeen for like a year when I was two five four Shadow Mount. Yeah, like when <laughs> I was uh, stationed there, right yeah. in Fort Hood, and it's just like there's nothing to do. Look, like, Killeen is not honest. a big. I wouldn't consider it's a town. It's a city. Uh, we got a university out there. We okay, have, we're a okay, city. it's a city, yes. but it has a town feel. Yeah, right, okay. I agree. With you like so, like you're there, you know, and it's just like. Everyone's going to the same spots, yep. right? The same Walmarts. Yep. In fact, didn't they just recently make a second or third Walmart up in like, like you know what I'm saying, up yeah. in the section of the city? Yeah. 
No, no, they got three. They got three Walmart's in Columbia. Okay, see, so they have three Walmart's in Columbia. So look, so okay. look, think about how small <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, that whoa, whoa, sounds. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. There will be new, there will be no Colleen slander on this show. No, no, it's no Colleen slander. Be, hey, yo, no shout out to Colleen. Hey, look, sh- look, no shout out to Fort Hood. Like you know what I'm saying? Because again, I had a, look, I had a great time living out there. And like, let me tell you, the best part of, of Colleen, no crazy ass rate rent inflation. Okay, it's it not. Look, I remember look, we had a, like a three bedroom. It was like. Nine something like nine twenty. Wow. Yes, really, really affordable. <laughs> and like this was really a nice, nice. Look, look, the place was so big we didn't use a th- the third. Be- like that was like storage. Okay, okay, okay. all right, all right. Great, great uh, yes. housing market out there. Like yes. shout out to those uh, people out there in Colleen. And two, and two, another thing. Let me back to Warren Dave. Like I left Colleen so I live in big city, so I have more activities to do, mm-hmm. like more job opportunities. So, like, like in Houston. I can go to basketball games, go to museums. There's always something to do. So I understand why people move to the city. Like, you move to the city so you have more stuff to do and more opportunities. And like in Colleen, after you go to the same club so many times, you get bored. Yep, the same mall. Yep. Same mall, same story. But So, any, so. I, I, I hear it, you know, because that's the reason why, well, one of the reasons why I wanted to move out of my home city, Jacksonville, Florida, is because... Lack of access. There was not a lot to do. You had the same mm-hmm. store, same people, same locales. You know, everybody did the same thing. In Houston, where you go to places like Atlanta, Houston, Dallas, L.A., New York, there's always something going on. You want to be when you're younger. You want to be a part of that hustle and bustle. You mm-hmm. want to be on the scene. You want to be where yeah. everybody's at. You want to go to the hot spots, the hot restaurants, go to every concert. But as you get older, because yes. I'm, I'm starting to feel this now, as I as I transition out of my twenties. The, the 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 glow of that or the appeal of that kind of fades after a while. So when you're looking at people who are already kind of in and baked in their career, who has a family, who you know, who's already done everything that you know people in a major city want to do, you know, I don't I don't think the appeal of the major city is really for those people. I think it's starting to fade because now you know nah. now that you can do your job remotely, you don't you don't already don't go out because you have a family. So it's just like. Nah, nah, Desmond. Even if I had a family, there's still, still, there's still family activities I can do in Houston. Mm-hmm. I can take them to the Discovery Green, take them to Galveston. Okay. So uh, you're to, looking at it from an aspect of access. Yeah, access yeah. and activities. Okay. Talk, talk, right. You don't want to be in a small town when, you, when your child doesn't have access to activities. That's when they lead the gangs and stuff like that. I've, sure. seen that happen, I've seen that happen so many times in Clinton Club. We didn't have access to many things. I, I hear that. But I, you also have to look at it like this because... Yes, the major city has a lot of pros. We can name them out here on the podcast. Yes. You know, we got, you know, there's always something to do. There's always activity. There's always, you know, there's always something happening. You're never really bored in a major city. Yes. Now, on the flip side, you do have the, the rampant issue for a lot of cities, especially like L.A. and places like that, even Houston, overpopulation and just too many people in one city where you have to sit in traffic. You're never really by yourself. Like, it's... I think overstimulation is a thing that a lot of people run into with these major cities. You know, I know I felt it when I go to Manhattan or if I go to L.A. or even in Houston sometimes. I'm like, yo, there's just too many people. You start to feel it and it starts to bog you down after, you know, after a while. I'll never forget one of the one of my clients at work told me the older you get, the more you're willing to pay and seek out seclusion. And I'm starting to feel that now. Like if I can work remote, have everything delivered. I probably would never leave the house. Not just me. Speaking as an introvert. No, I couldn't. Do now, that. as an extrovert, they probably would not want to live in a smaller city. But I, I don't know, man. Especially with the internet making the world a lot smaller. Well, the world's always been small, man. It's just 
you just don't think about it. So I think the problem is look, another thing too. The reason why it's so unattractive now to live in a big city is it's because now. look, it's just finances, right? Oh, because yeah. the rent yeah. is super expensive. Look, inflation is going out of control, and eventually the bubble is going to burst. Right? So have y'all seen gas prices lately? Yeah, I mean, to be I'm gonna fair, have to start walking everywhere or, or learn how to teleport. <laughs> to be fair, you know, we live in Houston, so right now, just to kind of give you guys perspective. Gas here is about three dollars, three oh five. We really can't complain. We Compared can. to the rest of the United States, we got it. We got it all right. No, do you we remember? Right. Do you remember a couple years ago when gas first went up three dollars? Maybe like yeah. eight year, I mean, eight years ago. They made a they hustle they fuss. But see, I'm they, from I'm from Florida, so I was already used to seeing three dollar gas price. That, that uh, wasn't new in Florida. Florida. In Texas, they they, <laughs> they ride it. They they complain. Oh, when I was back in my day, gas was ninety nine cents. It was I a can't, nickel can't. a gallon. <laughs> back in my day, we didn't have cars. Turn that turn, turn that back in my day. You give me you give me you give me a dollar fifty. We could ride around all day. Oh my god! But gas like gas is being three or five like. It's just ridiculous at the moment. It's ridiculous. Morning. Like that's I would say that, but that's I would say that one downfall of being a big city. We have to drive everywhere. Well, that's more of a Houston problem. I think that's more of a Houston problem because uh, if you go to like New York and LA, you know their, their public transit is pretty decent. Well, you don't have to have a car, but I don't know, man. I, I think eventually, you know. Living in a major, because I'm starting to feel it now. When I was younger, like 21, 22, I couldn't wait to go to Atlanta. I couldn't wait to go to Houston. I couldn't wait to go to Miami. But now I'm just like. But also, too, Desmond, the novelties (laughs) has worn off. It's kind of like when you first meet a chick, and then you're kind of like, man, let me find out what she's about. But then you find out what she's about, and then you're kind of like, she all right. Uh, no, I know what it is. When you first come to Houston, oh, let's go to the gallery. Let's go to the gallery. Yeah, everyone goes to the gallery. The more you go, the more it wears out. Yeah, like, exactly I, right. Like now, I don't go to I don't go to the gallery unless it's absolutely necessary. necessary. Well, you're that's right. A, that's the last place I'm going to go shop for clothes. Anyway. Yeah, gallery is the last. And, place you I'm know going. that 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 is that is true because I've been to most major cities in the U.S. But I have friends who never really, you know, I had a couple friends from Florida come to Houston. They thought it was the best thing on earth. One of one, they ain't been here. Yeah, because they ain't been here, bro. Because because it's just like the unknown, and then you discover the unknown, and you're like, oh wow. Yeah. I bet you, I bet you I went to Turkey like. Uh, Oh, we did four hour line. Never again. <laughs> you know better. Than, you know better than that. But yeah, um, yeah, that, that was that was one of my topics. Is like, is living in the major city with all the remote work, the internet, everything that we have at our disposal, can is it really worth it nowadays? And y'all are saying, yeah, yes. We, the, the, the alternative to living because in the, the alternative is to live in the real area. I mean, unless. Yeah. Unless you live to like, yeah, I guess, area. to like a mid-sized type city where it's like maybe a million people instead of, I mean, because really, if you think about it, Houston is more of a metropolis, so it's a, it's yeah. a whole collection of cities. Well, maybe yes. not live in the country, but maybe live like in the outskirts, like, you know? well, like, like where, like PV. Okay, so here, yeah, well, like College Station or like maybe yeah. Fullshire type, where you're like right on the edge. College Station is far. Ain't nothing out there about College Station. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing but cows and grass. So y'all, so y'all are looking at it from that the the point of like access. Like, hey, yes. I can I but have high speed too, internet. But also too, yeah. I would also look at it from a futuristic standpoint. Like, what are mm-hmm. small towns gonna look like in the future? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like what's going to happen is cities are going to keep encroaching and encroaching into rural areas, right? Yes. Right. Where I mean, those places are going to dwindle up. Okay. That's what's going to happen. Me, that's what's happening in our right now. Like, yeah. 
Like Austin's moving closer and closer to Clean. Exactly right. Clean's maybe like an hour away. Austin's moving closer Closer and closer. You know, and I do. I do agree with the point of access because now just kind of looking back, like you know, if I never would have moved to a major city, I would have never you know got presented the opportunities that you know we have. So there are perks if you take advantage of the perks that are in a major city. You definitely can uh, make the most of it. But yeah, yeah. And I think too. I mean, the biggest thing when people think about cities too, like we still have like that stereotypical idea of oh, crime. When people forget, okay, if you want to get away from crime, get away from people because that's who's committing the crimes, people. Yeah, you dig what yeah, I'm saying? That's another element of major cities, uh, you know, the crime rate in most of them. is. But, but I mean, it's that's funny everywhere. because up that's in small everywhere. towns, like, okay. Don't say clean. It's a city. Okay, it's a city. <laughs> but look, clean. but look, even in clean, though, you still have things like human trafficking, right? <laughs> Murder, things like yeah. that. Allegedly. Crime Allegedly. is everywhere. Allegedly. Right? So it's funny to me when someone's like, man, David, you need to come out here out in the country. What was Shady <laughs> Joe where he's out there with the meth lab? Nah, fam, I'm good where I'm at. Yeah, and I and I got a couple of followers who live out like in the country areas and they tell me how great it is. I'm just like, but yo, if something happened to me, like I gotta drive an hour no, out to go to the hospital. Like what the no, you in the country, you finna be out there hunting your food hunting for your food. <laughs> I mean also imagine what the uh, internet speed's like out there. I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. You ain't getting no T one speeds out there, homie. I've, I've talked to people who uh, who visit certain stores in Houston. They're like, yeah, you know, I want to get this particular device, but just the speed out where I live is just it's so bad. I'm it's, just like, they can't even get an Alexa out there, boy. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, that now that that's that's kind of crazy, but okay. But yeah, that was my second topic. I just want to pick your brain about that. Um, now, my third and last topic of the night for me is uh, some more Kanye stuff, but it's not about his relationship. Oh no, yeah, let's not do that no more. <laughs> Um, But I thought this was interesting So Kanye West is boycotting Music streaming services by only Putting his latest release Donda 2 On his stem player Now if you don't know what the stem player is I actually looked into it The stem player is actually From the video that I saw on the stem website It's actually like a little I don't even know if we call it an MP3 player, but it's like a it's like a little music player. But what's cool is it has like these LED lights that you can kind of swipe on, and it like takes instrumentation out of the out of any allegedly any song, and you can kind of customize your listening experience. And I, that's kind of dope. I mean, it's, it's kind of dope. I was like, huh? Now, but is it worth two hundred dollars? Does he make it? Oh no, he's he's Kanye West is not an engineer. Kanye West is. <laughs> Well, yeah, it is, it's his company, but yeah. Oh, it's yeah. his company. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's, it's his like thing. That. But I, it got me thinking because he's also allegedly, I don't, according to Kanye, he turned down a $100 million deal from Apple Music for exclusive streaming rights to Donda 2. For him to push the idea of ownership and kind of take control of the revenue being made on his album because you'll take the $100 million deal from Apple or Spotify or whoever, but... You know, if if they're giving you that, they already projected that they're going to make tenfold that. So that hundred million is like nothing to them. Yeah, they're, they're at least cleaning a billion on it, at least. Okay, so this is so let's 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 time travel back a little bit because we've already kind of had a little bit of this situation with Kanye in February 2016, right? Mm-hmm. He released, as y'all know, the Life of Pablo, yeah, exclusively via title, right? Yes, tweeting wow. it will never ever 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 be on <laughs> Apple. Yeah. And it will never be on sale, never be for sale, right? Okay. So on April 1st, <laughs> great timing, Kanye, yeah. um, the Life of Pablo launched for streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, and, of course, Google Play, whoever uses that. Um, and he eventually settled a lawsuit from a fan who actually sued him, 
saying, hey, look, I signed up for title based on your claim of exclusivity. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know about that. But, um, so just wait the two, three months, and and you'll be able to listen to Down to Two. I'm not, I, I wouldn't be surprised about that. He, I mean, he's, he losing, he's losing money if he doesn't put it on Apple or Spotify. I mean, but I don't but think not he, necessarily, too, though, because maybe he's playing the long game because now it's like, oh, crap, you know what? Because when you make something exclusive, allegedly, air quotes, that makes people want, like, man, bro, I heard that Down to Two. Man, bro, it's man. I'm fiending for it, right? So then, so, so so then you get these Kanye fiends, just ooh, just pumped up. I gotta and, have it. And then once you get it, boom, he got you. I mean, I think it's a bigger conversation because I think uh, I do like the idea of artists taking more control over their art and not allowing the big tech companies like your Apples, your Googles, your you know Spotify's, your Facebooks, and all that. To really kind of take, because if you ever look at the breakdown of how much artists make per stream, it's like a percentage of a cent. But like it's see, nothing. But this is what I'm going to say about that, though. Do you want? Do you want uh, like piracy? Because that's how you get piracy. Yeah, like, okay, this is the thing. If Kanye West just was like, "Hey, forget all of these big companies," he could go. He can afford to get like you know get him some stream, like make his own streaming service, or like just sell it directly to the consumers. Yes. But instead, he's saying, "Hey, buy this two hundred dollar device." This paperweight, because that's what it's gonna be. After a couple months, you get bored of it, and up uh, now you you gave him two hundred bucks for that. It's like damn, he got me, and then he still released Donna too. Damn, now someone else gonna sue him. It's a catch twenty two because, as you know, artists don't really make a lot of money off of music nowadays. You know, nowadays, mm-hmm. in order for artists to be financially, you know, sound, they have to tour, they have to sell merch, they have to get endorsements, they have to do all these other things. But then they're not even making money on, uh, like that. Could uh, companies that have people on three sixty deal, so they get a portion of the merch, the concert tours, and all that. So I really ain't making money like that. Could. The record, com- the record labels are coming out for their money nowadays. Well, that's assuming that because Kanye owns his masters, so so does Jay Z. So yeah. like, mm-hmm. if, so when you have that. full ownership, you know that revenue, you know, you can sell the amount of money, the amount that Kanye would have to stream on Apple or Spotify versus him selling just a couple hundred units of this, you know, stem is probably going to even out, if not make more money on the side of the stem player. So it kind of brings the question if every artist did this or or your, your big legacy acts did this, how would that change the landscape of people consuming music? Mm. I don't think it would change that much because eventually everybody's going to go to Apple on top to get, get out wider, no matter what. Like, what if Rihanna came out and said, yo, my final album, in order for you to get this album, you got to get this Fancy collection right here. Man. <laughs> are you talking about, about merch with this stuff? I don't know, like DJ Khaled be doing? I mean, I think I think if artists is talking all this ownership, you know, having true ownership of their music, I think a lot of people are going to watch Kanye and see how this plays out. And if it's successful, but, you may see a lot of people follow suit. But Look, this is the, all I know, uh, yeah. Uh, this is all I know. But think about this. Artists don't own the don't have full ownership like the music like Prince did back in the day, like mm. Prince the the the, the regular tried to take his name from. He said, "No, I'm finna change my name." The artist from known as Prince. Prince. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Prince has power. Like people now, they don't have the same power anymore. They they they're scared to step up to the label. That's same true. Thing. Yeah, I mean, when you look at the consumer side of it, you know, I it is I it is a catch twenty two because on one end. You have to applaud Apple, Spotify, and these companies for making music extremely accessible. Yeah. 
guess. Because I remember, I remember, I'm old enough to remember going to the mall with twenty dollars in my pocket, going to Fye and having like to pick up. Okay, damn, what what, what album oh, I'm gonna buy this month? That was a long time damn, ago. Dude, a Virgin Mega Store. Sam Goody. Sam Goody. Yeah. Damn. If I, am I gonna get this Young Jeezy album or am I gonna get this Nas album? Am I gonna get this new Jay Z album? Like that was a decision you had to make. Now with Apple Music and Spotify, you pay like a subscription cost. You can listen to literally ten albums in a month if you wanted to. So let me ask you this: Do you think artists are making more money now? From record sales or back then? Oh, back then, 100%. I don't think so. Back then, 100%. I mean, but also, too, we have to look at the numbers because another thing, too, that's just something that they keep under lock and key. Like, hey, how much money are you actually making? Off of music? Off of the Back music. then, 100%. No, I feel like they're making more money off music now. Nah. I, I can promise you if an artist is making a lot of money, majority of that is but not also coming I from music. I feel like, okay, look, when we look at artists, right, they're, I feel like they're making money more off of whatever little ventures that they have. Exactly. So like, look, like 50 Cent, right? Yeah. When he did the, um, what was that? The Vitamin, Vitamin Water. water. Um, now, look, now he's doing TV shows. He has like the G-Unit films and, and, and TVs and stuff like yeah. that. That's where he's making the money. If I, anything, music is just a glorified promotion or commercial for what, exactly. anything else that you're selling. I mean, yeah, just like how like Rihanna, right? Like how you mentioned Rihanna. Okay, her uh, Fenty collection. Yeah, she ain't making no money off of music at this point. At this point, like if she does so. music, she she making money off of royalties. I she, mean, she, she's eating, maybe. she's eating out. But that. in comparison to all her other ventures, is like a tax write off. Hold up, hold up. Uh, Michael Jackson, he did nothing else but music. But see that, see that's 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 vintage contracts back then. Back yeah. then, it was a whole different thing. Michael Jackson didn't he own like the Beatles catalog? Yeah, he bought yes. the Beatles catalog up underneath Paul McCartney. And ruin their. Hey, you have sales. to think record sales back then. Like you, people had to go out. See, <laughs> this is why I give you have to give the legacy acts their respect. It's people like Madonna, Mariah Carey, um, Michael Jackson. No, no artist today can say, "Yo, I had a hundred million people buy my physical album." Hey, that that is a flex in itself. Nobody in today's generation is coming out selling thirty million records. They're not doing that today. They're not doing that anymore. Nah. Hell no. So back then, I think the landscape, you know, to make money off of music was definitely, yeah. The legacy acts, they, they made a lot of bread off of music. Today, your Not music so is more so a promotion for anything else that you got I mean, going yeah, on. because look, people even like releasing their stuff for free, you know what I'm saying? Still like, hey, look, this is my album. Oh, okay. Bro, I remember I had a brother just a couple weeks ago. Hey, man, here, listen to this. And I was like, bro, I don't even have a CD player, but thank you. <laughs> Like you know what I'm saying, but this is what I, what I do know for like in terms of Donna Two. Donna Two is gonna go triple platinum on on SoundCloud. The the SoundCloud bootleg going triple <laughs> platinum the first week. I don't know. I don't know anybody that actually heard it yet. I mean, I think Kanye. For him, I think at this point, music is a passion project. Again, like definitely. Once you once, definitely. you once you counter in like the Louis Vuitton deals or the, you know the, the, the Adidas Yeezy. deals, Gap. Kanye music is probably like a tax write off at this point for him. So it's just like he's doing it out of passion because he loves it. Um, so yeah, I, I I think Kanye is one of the artists that can afford to have his music exclusive on a certain platform. A lot of artists can't afford to do that. So, but yeah, that's all about topics, man. So as a recap, we talked about um, the Uncharted movie. You know, cost of living in major cities is it worth it? And Kanye West and the STEM player, David. I'm gonna pass on to you. What topics for you got show, this week? For show. Okay, so you already know um, I'm a big game nerd. I guess we all are here at BMM. Um, so the game I've been just binging like crazy right now is at Horizon Forbidden West. Now I know y'all weren't super interested up in that, um, and I'm gonna say that's a mistake. Um, <laughs> So, so first, I'm going to start with the con. So, the only con I can really say about this game 
is that some people might feel like it doesn't reinvent itself enough. It doesn't differentiate enough from the first game. Um, I don't feel like the first game had too many issues, per se. The only thing I can't connect with the game is mostly, like, the story. Like, the story's kind of... Right, it's a little bit wonky. It's a little bit out there um, in terms of like typical video game uh, stories, um, but it's but it's more there's more action. There's more um, things to do in the world. Um, for like now, you can interact. Uh, like you can swim. You can dive. Um, there's more cauldrons. There's uh, yeah. more enemy types. So uh, essentially, the combat they, is uh, better. The melee combat is like they they just revamped that. So I would definitely say. So um, any complaints I had about the first game, they fixed it here. Um, they, they touch up on it because again, too, like it just wasn't that many complaints. Now, if you didn't like the first game, the second game is not going to convince you. I haven't played the first honestly. one yet. So are you saying so, the second, are you saying the second one's way better than the first one? That's what a lot of people are saying. I'm enjoying it a lot better than the first one. What what did they fix on it? Um, so mostly like the combat. So a, a couple here issues with the combat. They made the world more interactive, like like it's not like so they fixed the open world a little bit right so as far as like the uh quests and stuff are a little bit more enticing right um because right now i'm not even doing the main quest i'm just out here exploring hey look what can i find here hey let Mm. me climb these tonics and stuff like that so but again if you didn't enjoy the first one you know i'm still gonna recommend it but it doesn't switch it up yeah like you know a whole one eight from what i've seen it looks like it is one of those games that truly take advantage of the playstation 5's hardware yes. because uh even though it is still cross-generation uh mm-hmm. for the matter of fact for those who are listening to this who have no idea what we're talking about horizon forbidden west is a sequel to a game that was originally released on the playstation 4 mm-hmm. um and this game is uh it it, it has you know, all the things that we look for in a new generation title, whether it's the ray tracing and the, you know, I guess the visual fidelity mode, um, the high resolution textures, the story is there. It's one of those big budget movie like games that a mm-hmm. lot of people are looking forward to. Um, for sure, for sure. I yes. played the first one. I mean, I, f- I played it and beat it. I, it didn't leave a huge it. impression on me. I think 2017, though, the reason why, because 2017 was that year, bro, where like got all these big out. games yeah, came out. Work, yeah. um, it, and the biggest game of that year for me, at least, was was The Legend of Zelda because, as people like remember, twenty seventeen was the year of the Switch. Like you did. That's true. That's true. People forget that it came out the same time as uh, Breath of the Wild. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean I played it and beat it. It was okay. I, I mean, I, I played it on my Twitch channel. You know, my viewers loved it. I, I was indifferent about it. I was like, yeah, side. So I'm gonna give this. A, I'm gonna give this game a play. It's, it's not gonna free for my punches and fry. I'll cop it whenever the price drops. I'm not paying. <laughs> I'm not paying sixty seventy for it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so yeah, but I mean, that's what I gotta say. I definitely like recommend it. Um, because again, too, right? Software is king. Like people keep talking about this console war. It's not a console war. It's a content war. Yes. Okay. So that's why I'm not gonna buy an Xbox Series X anytime soon because, especially because Microsoft basically lets you play any Xbox game on PC. Right? Halo Infinite. Uh, um, like Horizon. No, Forza Horizon Five, which is a really awesome game. Like y'all should check that out too as well. So, but um, if you got a PC, you're winning the console con. The yeah, damn near, damn near. Yeah. Console wars are so stupid to me, but that's a whole other topic. It is that's a whole other topic. Yeah, that's a whole other topic. I think we're taking shots at Mark and telling my friends so to get Xbox. But yeah, but let's but let's move on to my next topic. So my next topic, you know, I mean, of course, it's Black Meta Mafia. So I want to lean into the meta a little bit here. Um, so the metaverse, right? Mm-hmm. What is the metaverse, right? Because people ask me that. People are a little bit confused about exactly what the metaverse is, right? 
So I just want to talk about it has a concept. So has a concept is basically where we make a virtual reality almost like cross into our actual reality. Right. And what that would be or what it is currently, um, it's a game, an app, a platform that theoretically allows you to live a virtual life. Right. right. So, you know, and a virtual life could be like living in a virtual home, going to a virtual bar with your homies, uh, taking your significant other, your virtual significant other, you know, out on a virtual date, maybe walking around the park. Um, but has, but basically um, something similar to Ready Player One, right, which was this film that came out in 2018 where people had real lives and they would put, like, put on a headset and a bodysuit and now they're in this other virtual world, right? And, like, in a sense, we already have the metaverse. So things like, Facebook Horizons, right? Uh, Decentraland, Fortnite, even Roblox. Yes, because basically, you know, it's a hypothetical three D version of the internet where you use a three D avatar to interact with a three D world. That's what it is, point blank period. Okay, so there's no actual like metaverse app as of yet, right? So and and also too, let's talk about Facebook's uh, like metaverse because. You know, people keep thinking it's a Facebook-centric thing. Basically, what I feel like what Facebook did, well, now Meta, what they did was it was simply a, re- a rebranding strategy, right? Because they had all that controversy about uh, the election and privacy and misinformation. Mm-hmm. And they were like, hey, how can we kind of steer away, focus away from this bad, bad reputation? And so they started working on their own concept of the metaverse, right? Which, which is just Facebook 2.0 in a 3D virtual setting. Mm-hmm. Right and um, so yeah, so I have so I've I've been in and out the metaverse mostly like Facebook Horizons. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, how you know, do you like it so far? I've not I've not been in the metaverse yet. Okay, yeah, man. I mean, it's basically. So have you ever, have you heard of Second Life? No. Second Life was basically this game way back in the day where it was basically people would basically the online version of, of the Second Sims. Life was ahead of its time. It I was ahead of its time. very ahead of its time. Right. I remember playing Second Life. I was in middle school. Yeah, middle like, school type, wow. yeah. I've never heard of this. Yeah. <laughs> you know now, your Second well, Life we're was schooling way. you now, boy. I mean, Passing even, like, me I mean, even me like even like with 3D avatars, like it's always kind of been around, you know, yeah. uh, Second Life, uh IMVU, like there, IMVU. There, oh there's God. been there's been a few iterations of this, but I think you're correct. When I, when I think of the metaverse, the movie Ready Ready Player One is the first thing that kind of pops into my mind. And, you know, whether people want to acknowledge it or not or admit to it or not, um, the metaverse is the, is, is the eventual future. Now, I don't yeah. think it's going to be the foreseeable future, but I think with the potential that it has, even with the Oculus, like the fact that you can sit courtside with your friends and watch a live basketball game, okay, or you can yeah, go on like or, Facebook or go Spaces, to a yeah, yeah, go to concert, go to Facebook Spaces. We can all be in the same house and watch Netflix on a seventy-inch projector. Like, I feel like with the way that people interact now, this is just the next evolution of that. You know, you have so, to think now. People don't really interact in person anymore. Like, you go to a nightclub now, everyone's you, on their phone, phone yeah. bro. So, so, David, are you saying the metaverse is like sort of online? Yeah, essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dot yeah. hack, sword art, yeah. yeah. Dot yeah. hack. I, I mean, I feel like that. media has always kind of played around with the idea of a metaverse. Yeah, but like you know, like the, like you mentioned, sword art online or yeah. the Matrix or the Ready Matrix Player is, One. That's another great example. Uh, dot hack, like the, the 
the media has always kind of like I guess played around with the idea of it or played around with this concept, but now we're actually seeing it in real life, which mm-hmm. is really interesting. So, so yeah. So in theory, technology is going to take over the world. Oh, it's already has. It, yeah, it, bro, look at that device in your hand right now. Look at these devices that we're using. Technology is inescapable. Yeah, you can't you can't stop technology. Like not you at can't all, stop bro. it. Like I can tell this Alexa, hey, turn on the TV right now. Like you know what I'm saying? I mean. Technology is not going away, and in a sense, we become dependent upon it, kind of like the Matrix. Like, 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 technology is the Matrix, and some people will fight and die to protect it. So the world, the so world, not, technology is going to take over the world like the Terminator. It already has. It already has, bro, <laughs> except <laughs> the Terminator part, bro. You know, I think about now, like, I have more online friends than I have in real life friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like... Yeah, or, 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 or I feel like I interact more with my in-life friends. I mean, because... Previous to us doing the podcast, right? I mean, we would see each other sparingly. I was seeing y'all on, you know, on Facebook or on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think one time, like, we played online, right? Yeah. Brandon and Desmond. So, it's just like, so, like, people are not connecting like how we used to, right? And technology has now become this thing where it can bridge that barrier between people. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and I mean, pretty soon, like I mean, I think some things of it are funny. Like, why would I go to a virtual bar when I'm not even drinking nothing? But that's gonna, but watch in five, ten years, it's the interaction aspect, right? Guess what? People are gonna be doing that interact, bro. They got virtual uh, strip clubs, bro. But, but think about this. I would say technology is ruining our social skills. Our social yeah, skills. Yeah, I feel are, like it has impacted. Like, has. bro, look at these internet. Everyone's in these pseudo internet relationships, yes. and like. Like, you know, like, back in the day, people would be like, hey, yeah, bro, I'm going to introduce you to my girl tonight. Nowadays, dudes pull out their phone, hey, bro, this is my girlfriend, bro. Oh, nah. uh, bro, have you met her? <laughs> nah, bro. Bro, how long y'all been <laughs> dealing with each other? Oh, five years. <laughs> like, bro. When's the last time you seen her? Never. We <laughs> walking like, towards that. I mean, just look at how people date nowadays. Look at how people interact. I mean, for the most part, you you have a higher chance of meeting a woman on a dating app or even Instagram. I mean, shit, Instagram's a dating app at this point. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. And co- co-workers. I mean, co-workers, yeah. I mean, yeah. you have a higher chance of meeting a woman online than you do in person now. Nowadays, so I mean, that's it really just depends where you go. I think no, if, no, no, no. Okay, no, 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 no. Dave, if you go into the club looking for women, you're not chances you meeting women is probably slim. Okay, all right. Let's okay. Let's take this into my third topic. I didn't have one, but now Uh-oh. this is what I want to talk about. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. All right, because I kind of have to disagree. I feel like it depends on the person, right? Where they find sex because Tinder, dating apps. A lot of people always tell me this. Hey, man, it's hard out here, bro. <laughs> Because again, too, you know what's crazy what's when up? a dude will come to the bar and he talks to women, and then dudes are like, "Hey, Dave, how you doing there?" And I'm just like, "Hey, bro, just like this. Hey, yo, what's up, ma'am? <laughs> well, no, well, I don't say ma'am. I'm like, hey, yo, what's up, miss? My name's David. This is my number. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you said, you Here, said like, like, look, take Wilson. these numerals down. You dig what I'm saying? Last name and <laughs> Wilson. I was wondering." Like you know what I'm saying, well. but but it's about people's confidence though. Yeah, and I feel like the, the reason why the internet, like, it allows you to first Shield of all cur- to curate this whole persona for yourself, right? So, oh look, this is Des, right? Mr. Olympus, right? I don't oh approach. man, this is BK right here. I don't approach women. <laughs> like, I don't approach women. <laughs> don't, women don't approach me. Not, but not like, even that. Not even that. But not like, even like you know what I'm saying? Controls. Like, look, I think it touches up on what you're saying. Like, people are now so socially awkward. They're so. Like, oh, man, I can't do that. But I can go. But then they'll go. See, and look, this is weird to me. What's up? You see, so, like, dudes will see a chick. Be like, oh, what's your name? Oh, bet. Okay, she said her name was Rachel Harris. 
Facebook, Instagram. Send a send a fucking follow oh, yeah, <laughs> or a friend yeah. request. Whoa, that, bro. And then she's thinking, damn, this brother is creepy as hell. And I'm just like, brother, why are you doing that? You seen that in person? I seen that in person. In fact, I remember like one dude being like, Hey bro, you think I should follow her? No, don't follow her, bro. That's weird. Bro, go up there and be like, Hey, look, mama. That's weird. You got somebody? Yeah, I'm in a situation. Okay, okay. Well, I'm gonna tell you two things, baby. First of all, this when smooth. you see your man tonight, <laughs> tell him, hey, I done met a real player. And number two, he was ready to upgrade me. So if you don't get your shit right, I'm bouncing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but dudes are afraid of rejection. Rejection is like hard to get. It's like kryptonite to, to brothers nowadays, right? They're more afraid. And I keep telling people, bro, rejection is like, to me, that's like energy. You give me, okay, you're not doing, okay. Well, not you. Next, 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 next. Just like that, bro. It's, it is part so, of the game. Like, it's so, like, a it game, happens. bro. Like, it's it, a numbers game. And I keep telling people, campaign and you will get elected. Look at all the people that voted for Kanye West in the um tw- uh, the 2020. But, uh, hold, on, hold on one second. But, Dave, it's also about how do you take care of yourself? John, you exactly. Can't, you can't, you can't bro, this is the problem, too. Exactly right, Brandon. I was going to touch up on that. Brothers on, will be Bring like, hey, I smell like trash. <laughs> I, I'm wearing a two-deck-old shirt. I got... I got these busted up ass shoes. And then not only that, be, I mean, cause that's bad, but the worst thing is, what's the worst? They'll, they'll go up to a chick. Oh, hey, what's up? Uh, hi, yeah, my name is, they, bro, they forgetting their own name. They stuttering. Bro, that's not, that's not Mackish. That's not a gangster. What the fuck is you doing? Bro? Hey, yo, bro, I literally will be telling this, hey, bro. Get over here, bro. Get over here like Scorpion. Like, nah, bro. You kick him out the, you, you hey, bro, him look, out. No, 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 you got to sit down right here, bro. What the fuck is you thinking? Bro, these brothers have no confidence. And then, again, too, they have no care for themselves. Why is a woman going to want to talk to you when you're looking like a trash bag? A full one, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? With the juice leaking out. That's uh, what you're looking like. Uh, no, I don't disagree with you, man. <laughs> okay. That's a, that's it a, starts, bro, that's what people forget. It starts with you. True. Also, a big thing right here, you got to remember something. When you're when you on your grind and your purpose, women's going to come to you. Exactly you know right. When you hustling and doing your thing and doing your thing, women going to come to you, come to you. Like, you have to you have to be all about yourself. If you're not taking care of yourself, yeah, what would a woman you, be want to be with you? You? Ain't gonna ha- you ain't handling business, bro. So now, what do you bring to the table for this woman to be with you? Exactly. She has a thousand other options. What are you doing to make make yourself stand out? That's right. That's right, bro. Because it's wow. a number of games out here, man. It's man. I remember when y'all were doing the uh, the statistical probability calendar, and I'm just like, <laughs> wow, it's hard out here. It is hard it out is, here. It is hard out here, bro. Because it's a number, bro. It's billions of people on this planet. No, like but, you dig what I'm saying? But no, no. The funniest thing is when I hear women talk. No, they say, oh, it's hard to find a man with a car, a job, and his own place. Man, that is wild. But this is what I say because it's also a perspective thing. Where are you meeting these people? If you in the hood. You're going to meet hood dudes. If you're in a poor section of town, you're going to meet poor dudes. You have to. I keep telling people, you have to expand your horizons. True. Okay? So if you up in A-Leaf, maybe move over to the Heights or downtown or something. Like You know what I'm saying? Like You got to branch out. That's what you got to do. I mean, I told dudes the same thing. Hey, yeah, bro, all I meet is all these hood rats. Move stop, up out the hood. Stop, <laughs> stop being around hood rats. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because it's your perspective. Uh-huh. That's what it is. Because there are still people getting married up in like relationships right now. Right now, somebody up on a date right now. And that could be you. That is true. And you out there, you know, still not putting on the, you know, no damn deodorant, not taking care of yourself. Bro, come on, bro. It starts with you. If you don't believe in yourself, a woman won't believe in you. Definitely not. Okay. 
<laughs> so yeah, but but Wait, I digress. Up, but up, I digress because I can talk about this about, all day. Hold up, what do you got to say about Desmond? You, uh, you you the ladies man on the top on this on this podcast. You the ladies uh, man. <laughs> I mean, I guess my experience with women has been y'all are liars. Oh damn! Okay, let's not do that. No, no, no. From from what Desmond told me in the past, oh, I'm looking for a relationship. Yeah, well, I'm I'm at that age now where a lot of women are they are looking to settle down, yeah. and unfortunately, I am not on that same you know wavelength. I got yeah, I got man. other shit hey, to accomplish. I'm and not, it's like that's uh, the thing too, bro. Like you could find you someone who's up on your wavelength. Bro. There's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with as it. As far as women being untruthful about that, um, I mean, <laughs> I think with the see, but that's another thing too. And I, I don't know if it's a people thing or it's an internet thing. People just gravitate towards being fake, to being false, not keeping it real, not no, keeping no, it no, one hundred. No. But sometimes I feel like this. They say, "Oh, they're looking for a relationship." That's to define the guy they're gonna break all the rules for. There's certain guys. Oh, you can just get in. You can just, they're gonna break all the rules for. Oh, I ain't, I ain't looking for. Oh, this won't be up on. They don't want to be on the, uh, up on them. They gonna make them put take them to a date or anything like that. There's some guys just got it like that. Then ain't 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 hitting the game or anything. That's how it is. I think it's That's part of the game. Yes. I think it's. I think this is topic is so hard to talk about because again, this is something you can really unpack. It's like layers and layers and yes. layers of it because again, it to me it always starts with the person. I, I, I always starts with the person. With like you know what I'm saying? Because women have asked me, "Hey man, where are all the good men at?" Okay, well, what kind of? Well, first of all, let's start with you. Like, let's not worry about them right now because I can show you up on Google Maps up in two seconds. Yeah. What? Where's your mind at? Because, and also, because you, you might can, not be able to handle you, a good man once you get him. You well, might also, not be handle, everybody's uh, definition of a good man is different. Yeah, it so varies. It varies. It's not like a universal thing. I don't understand. It's but, a personal thing. So now, yeah, actually, what what are you doing to make that man better? They can never answer that. What are you bringing to the table? I, I think that's that. a hard. I ain't say, I ain't say what you bring to the table. Oh, I, ain't, I ain't say okay, that. I, okay. I ain't say that. So what would I'm asking? What would make a good man want to be with you? I mean, that's a personal answer, bro. I mean, I can't answer that for nobody. Nobody can answer but the self. Like you dig what I'm saying? I mean, mm-hmm. but again, it's. I mean, I digress because I could. That's, I could talk about this forever. That, that's the same question for a man. What do you bring? What do you do? What do you do for women? Make them want to be with you. If you can't find women, I recommend. Let's keep it real. Start going to the gym. Start walking YouTube. Start walking. escalating your like, Start Elevate watching, yourself. Elevate yourself. Start two. Improve your improve your hygiene. Improve Number one, your, bro. Oh, brush oh, them yeah. teeth. Put <laughs> on that deal, bro. <laughs> Cologne and all that. Yeah. But not overdo it. Tomorrow, and three, sure. watch YouTube videos of how to dress. Yeah. Fig, figure out tomorrow. Tomorrow, you don't have to wear you don't have to be wearing Gucci and all that all the time. Definitely bro. not, bro. Absolutely Tomorrow. not. Figures, figure, figure your style. Oh, what them, them, your them dudes get on my fucking nerves. The Gucci flip flops. Oh man! Oh my god! No, Balenciaga I can't take shirts. nobody oh, seriously when I god. see Gucci flip flops, bro. I'm like, fam, what are you? What are you doing? I digress. I digress. Now I'll say five. I'll say four. Start reading more books and reach your mouth. And yeah. Reach your knowledge. No, I think again, people don't understand, bro. Like relationships are not there to fix you. Like. Like little relationships are to just add to complement what you already have, mm-hmm. and That's true. and the problem is we're looking at relationships as a way to make us feel better about ourselves, and then that's where see already that's the downfall. Yes, that's the downfall right there. But I, Brandon, I'm a uh, yeah yeah I'm gonna hand it off to you, brother. All right, that was interesting. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that was so this week I was reading this to- this this week I was reading this topic on Yahoo, right? Where people are saying this, they are afraid to get weighed at the doctor. They're saying they're, they're basically saying like, man, 
when they get they don't want to get away that doctor because the doctor makes them feel insecure. Now, are you saying they are afraid or are they insecure about their weight? I'll say both. Okay, because you're afraid, you're also insecure too. I mean, but what's the difference between going to the doctor and getting weighed and having a scale at at your house? I'm saying because people I'm, live in denial. I think that's what it is. One, two, if you do it yourself, uh, this this scale say two hundred. Mm, I, 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 I had a heavy lunch today. Um, so, oh, so the, yeah. So it's I, like, I'm, I'm really, I really want to put on 20 pounds. So it's me. like my 600, my 600 pound life where they go to sell a little for like Dr. Now. All I had was Dr. Now said straight. Yeah, no, nah, bro. Dr. Now is like, nah, Dr. bro. You get 600 pounds <laughs> eating rice and salad, bro. But so I, I, stop I, the cap. But I think looking at that article, I think it's just more so um, because we live in this superficial world. It, it's such a weird thing. And we I got to be careful how we work this because now we live in a society where body acceptance is a thing. Yeah. So when you have all these people on, on social media and all these different platforms telling, oh, girl, you look great. Or, oh, my. Mind you, body positively is mostly a female thing. You don't hear... You don't hear a lot of people I mean, applauding what, a fat yeah, guy. Look at know? 50 Cent, bro. Like, they were oh, they fat shaved him. Yeah, a full dollar and Tell all them, that. But, yeah, you're right. It's crazy because yeah, the same right, people who would shame 50 Cent are the same people who praise Lizzo. You know, so... Tell, but my thing is, this, like... You going to the doctor for your tongue. for your health. You going for your health. Tell you you now you have a problem already. So you going to the doctor. If the doctor can't well you, he can't he can't eye test you. Oh, you got someone who's in fact you need to start doing this. And he, and he can't trust what you're going to say cuz you're not going to tell him the truth. truth. Exactly. Like, no one likes telling the doctor the truth. For I I question like you going to town, you going to the gym, not using equipment. Ah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I know. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, walk, just like when crackheads go, time. even crackheads lie, like lie to the doctor. Like, I've never smoked crack a day in my life. <laughs> but yeah. I, I think it just boils down to like just people not wanting to take accountability yeah. for their unhealthy self denial. Yeah, self denial. I mean, you, I mean, you see it on the, the TLC, like you mentioned earlier, the TLC show six hundred pound life, where people are like in such in denial about their unhealthy eating habits mm-hmm. that Doctor Now come in there like, listen, you six hundred pounds because you can't put you know McDonald's now, you know. So yeah. I think a lot of people. We live in such a weird place now where everybody has to be politically correct and nobody can hold nobody accountable for anything. You know, when you start talking about people weight and you get into the whole body shaming thing. I mean, if the doctor, the doctor's job is to look out for your health. Help. Yes, he's there to help you. Not to cater your feelings because you feel a certain type of way. It just, it, ugh, people, so, people. I'm, like, I feel like as a person who like, like, you know, I've always struggled with my weight, man. And now that I've gotten older, right. And my kid's getting older. And, you know, you look in the mirror, you don't feel good. Like, bro, even like sometimes like, like you know, I've been taking the stairs now more at work. And at first, that good first job. Week, Keep it up, David. I was, I was dying. <laughs> but then as I got more used to it and I was like, man, like, you know what? I'm starting to lose some weight. I'm like, I can see it. I can feel it. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, but I think what it is at that initial step, right? Yeah. What is your motivation, right? But see, but then this is the problem too. It's hard to always stay motivated. So that's why you have to be disciplined. Yes. Right. And that's what it's about. It's about disciplining yourself, conditioning yourself to, hey, even though this this doesn't feel good right now in the moment, you're, you'll feel a lot better. Right. And yes. And then everyone doesn't have to exercise either. Right. Yes. But just start with the diet. The right? diet is 80 percent of it. Like 100%. the diet is so yeah. important yeah. where it's yeah. just like just reducing like not saying, hey, OK, if you eat Subway. Right. Because I love Subway. Right, yeah. I don't always have the healthiest options. Like, like you know, I like David, steak and all that. You can do way better than Subway. So but no, no, of course, Subway, right? Subway's the but like, of the but Jersey Mike's my man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but like, okay, Mike's. I mean, I mean, that's also a great place too. But like, what I'm saying is, okay, so I would always get a 12 inch, right? Okay. So what I would do, I would start t- doing the six inch. 
Right. And then again, it's like portion control and it's just like reducing your calories. Right. Things like that. And those things will help you. Right. Like you don't have to like people think you have to go on these crazy yo-yo diets and these crash diets and all that. And it's not even like that. Reduce what you eat. Like you don't need to eat 12 eggs at breakfast. I mean, (laughs) eggs are great. 12 of them. I don't know. Right. Guess what? Bacon is great. Eight strips of bacon. I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like question what you're doing. Like, okay, look, like, guess what? Like, even like, look, I know a brother, he loves, like, he'll eat cinnamon every day, but this is what he does. He takes a cinnamon, he cuts it into three pieces. Oh, boom. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't eat it all at once. I mean, it's, it's about making better choices. That's what it's about And I also think it's about other people It's all about accountability as well Because again we live in such a sensitive society Where nobody wants to hold nobody accountable For nothing they do So the fact that people kind of tell doctors Not to tell people they're fat I'm just like that's that's wild to me They're wilding bro If I was a doctor I'd have a sign on my door Facts don't care about your feelings Facts like Anyway Brandon what's your next topic My next topic is the Peacemaker show Oh man, Peacemaker! You watched it? Um, uh, this, oh this man, I, man I finished it. Um, it's on HBO Max. Please watch it. It's is that fucking a, amazing. Who's in that? John Cena, right? John Cena. Yeah, okay, um, John Cena Viola from? Davis has a small role up Ooh, in there. I love Viola Davis. Uh, fact, Danielle fact, Brooks from uh, what's that show? Orange is for, for is new oh, black. She orange, plays the uh, orange is the new black. Uh, okay. Jennifer Holland is for his back has uh, her a uh, Suicide Squad character. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Harcourt. Um, Stephen Aggie who. Also was the emotion uh, captured for uh, King Shark, yeah. and he also played John Economos in Suicide Squad as well. Yeah. And then you also have um, just like a whole range of characters after yeah. that that I'm not going to okay. go into. It recently ended last week, and the ending was amazing. The ending was amazing, and then there was a nice little cameo. I'm not yes. going to spoil. We're not going to the cameo, but um, and it really ties into DCEU in a weird. Place because yes. watching that show, there's so many cute little references to things. Um, they talk about Batman a lot. They talk about the supervillains. They talk about mm-hmm. other characters in the world okay. that exist. And then you're kind of like, man, man, like the DCEU is popping. It is. Talk. Man, like, why, why aren't they showing this up in the films? Like, you know? know? But also, the show shows the progression of the Peacemaker. Yeah. It, from the first episode, yeah, he's a dick. Yeah, it takes a character that you can really hate. Yeah, and you can really relate to them, and almost like feel like, man, like this guy, he just wants to fit in. He just wants to, like, you know what I'm saying? Because like watching that show, like that shows about so many things. It's about redemption. It's yep. about family, right? It's about trauma, right? Yes. And it's such a deep show that when I first watched it, and I started rewatching it, I'm like, man, it's a lot of deep stuff up in here. But I mean, but they cover it underneath this like glamour of like action and like comedy. Uh, uh vigilante, his character. Yes. Crazy. Idiot. I mean, like he's like the DC uh, like version of Deadpool, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, it's like it was a wild show, and it it's so crazy because it was to me when people first announced it, it was kind of like underwhelming, like a Peacemaker show. Why not a King Shark show or Bloodsport even, right? Yeah. Or a Harley Quinn show, and you know, it for like it came out and week after week, and that opening is just wild, man. Just you cannot. I, I was unable to skip the opening intro yes. to that show because it's just funny. too funny. It's too great. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, what's called Peacemaker or Peacemaker HBO Max? On yes. HBO Max. Okay. Yeah. Check it out. Starring John okay. Cena. Eight episodes um, out. Robert Patrick. Okay. Is in Check it. it I mean, you know, and I think for the most part, like the show had a great. Uh, they were able to, to combine like comedy, drama, yes. and action in such a 
really balanced way. It made it made you care about Peacemaker. Yeah, yeah. it really did make you care about the character and, and about the conflicts that he was going through. I need to catch up on a lot of TV shows. Yeah. Did you catch? Did y'all uh, did y'all both watch Suicide Squad? Yes, I yeah. did. Yeah. That was a great movie. Yeah. I, I like that movie. movie. Yeah, so like the part when like Peacemaker kills Rick Flag, like that's like really the part for me where I'm just like, yeah, nah. And like the Peacemaker show actually made me like almost be like, all right, man, I kind of forgive you for for that right there. Uh, but there's gonna be season two. James Gunn, is yeah, back James to Gunn, it. yeah. They said that there's season two coming out, and I'm excited. I'm really excited for all. Like, what's crazy is I'm more excited for the DC TV shows than I am for the uh, actual movies themselves. And no, like, kind of like the, in a way, no, in a no. way. I mean, whoa, minus whoa, whoa, the Batman. Whoa, whoa. No, no, the black, the black Adam looks fire. Black, Ad, black Adam looks fire. But again, I need to see more. Yo, this footage, Durant, bro. You I need to see, see more footage, the okay? I need more, to see more footage. The Rock will not let bro, you down. Bro, look, the DCEU oh, that's not true. has been a little bit <laughs> hit or miss, bro. When did The Rock let you down? <sighs> no, I mean, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. When has The Rock let me down? Too fairy. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. He'll get his foot in the door. You, you got to excuse him from bad movies. Uh, look, like well, that. These are, look, okay, okay. That, that movie was a we're, blockbuster. We're, we're talking about Dwayne Johnson after the steroid cycle. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. You ain't gonna talk about The Rock like this. Brandon, what's your favorite rock movie? My favorite rock movie? Hmm. I mean, Rampage wasn't that great. The rundown for me is still I, like I, I, I didn't care for Jumanji. Ones. I don't really care I like, for Fast I like and Furious. Hot like, and Shaw. Like yeah. No, I'll say Jumanji. I like Jumanji. I mean, don't get me to I, I, I do rock with Dwayne Johnson on the workout tip and just like him on Instagram. Like, I do follow him. But I'm not gonna go run down on a on a movie theater just because he's in it, you know. Yeah, definitely Frankie. not. He's not a big draw for me. And then when I watch Jungle Cruise, I've not seen that no movie fan. yet. I heard the movie was decent though. It's uh, okay, but the Rock is I, not for, I kind of forgot about okay. it, honestly. But also too, um, it came out of it came out of awkward time. Man, I mean, I, like I said, I like the Rock as a personality, like him as a you know person. Yeah, so, yeah. So, are you gonna watch Black Adam for the Rock, or are yes. you gonna watch it because <laughs> it's the, the next chapter in the DCEU? Because <laughs> the Rock. This guy. The rock. Turn on, hold on. Another great move. This hold on. Turn, turn, turn. The Another rock. great move by the rock. Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay. Let me okay. say this. Peace, okay, Peacemaker t- versus Black Adam. T- Who wins? Black Adam. I'm only watching because of the rock. You remember that one who uh taking the kids in the snitch? The Green Iron Gang. Snitch was good. Yeah, the football team with the kids. Oh yeah, Green Iron Gang. He did a great job in that. He had. Um, I like the his other cameo guys? and uh, the other guys. He had a cam- bro, he had a cameo. It, bro, a it was a, a three minute cameo. Come on. I mean, the- turns out Giajo retaliation. He did a good job in that. Look, these are the best rock Turned movies. Turns out, painting game. What's painting game? Run down, walking tall. Everything else I could take or leave. I mean, skyscraper. Come on, bro. Oh, I, 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 I ain't seen that one. I ain't seen that one. Doom, doom. I never seen him. Again, the rock is the Scorpion King. Like the rock is. Smell what the rock's cooking. The the Rock has a personality yeah, as a workout as as somebody I look at for motivation for working out as like an Instagram guy like look, I rock with as him. a fan of wrestling because I grew up watching wrestling the Rock was the most electrifying man in sports entertainment <laughs> is he the most electrifying man in move like in the movie in, in the movie industry I don't think so no I'm not I'm not I'm I not mean, gonna and no shade to, to the Rock because I'm a big fan you know what I'm saying honestly. There's not a lot of actors that I would run to the theater just because they're in. I mean, the only one that to the rock. <laughs> maybe Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith like it, Stanfield, yeah. yeah that's my Shout guy. out to that's Lakeith guy. Stanfield. Um, I'll give you that. I like him. Besides I like him, him, I mean, there's not a lot of actors. I'm just Something like, yo, done. he Don't in it. I got to go see it. Come on, uh, Elba. I like... Well, to me, I mean, I like Elba movies. Yeah, 
I mean, I, I just, I just, the movie has to have substance. Like, it has to have substance. I can't just watch it for Samuel Jackson or for like <laughs> Ryan Reynolds Jackson. or like whoever. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and has a Jackson. former big Will Smith fan. Like, not even for Will Smith no more. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Especially not in the last that. couple movies that I've seen. Uh, Will Smith? Because, because what happens is the more stuff that you do, Oversaturation Like, like you just oversaturate yeah. But people do that for Denzel Oh Denzel Come on bro Training it. day bro Denzel What was the last movie Denzel was in um, What's the last good movie Denzel did Was the last good movie I would say like the I, Equalizer two? I didn't like Equalizer 2 The last Denzel movie I watched Was Man on Fire that was a great movie. That was a great no, movie. No, that can't be. Oh, no, American, American Gangsta. I watched American Gangsta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. That was good. But that was long. That movie was really long. It I is. love American Gangsta. Like, that was a great movie. Bro, that's that was a, a great movie. movie. Bro, Denzel Washington, like, he does so much, but it's just like, again, okay, I think the last movie he did was The Tragedy of Macbeth on Apple TV. Desmond, you're the Apple guy. That. I didn't watch that. I don't think you're going to want to watch that. <laughs> I didn't watch that. Unfortunately. But no, no, no. The last big one before that, though, was an HBO Max exclusive movie called The Little Things. I've seen it. That, which, that movie was so it, slow. It was slow. It was a little <laughs> bit like they really tried to steal, like, Seven's Thunder. It, like, that's where I feel like it was going. But but the payoff just wasn't there. I didn't, I didn't finish it. You know? Oh, and then I, before I that, um, what's the name? He did The Equalizer 2 in 2018. That was good. Then that he was did good. this movie, this really weird movie that I still try to understand what happened. Roman J... Israel Esquire, where he Never played like this oh, weird like lawyer. That was but, a good movie. Yeah, it, no, it's a good movie, but in a way, it's also a bad movie, is how I have to put it. <laughs> then, before that, he was in Fences, where he was playing like a dirty oh, Mac in. That's my joint. No, I ain't gonna hold you. I'm not gonna hold you. <laughs> Viola <laughs> Davis? <laughs> Yo, they should give her an Oscar for that no, performance. No, no, she deserved one because yes. Denzel was dirty Mac in that film, bro. <laughs> Yo, he was dirty Yo, Mac. Viola Davis had the snot running out of the door. I don't want to hear it, damn it. Run out the door like, Yo, Viola Davis did the Oscar for this. And then I feel like that performance was probably like Denzel, man, to me, I forgot he all about Fences. That was my joint. When it's like an Oscar type film, right? But then he does stuff like The Magnificent Seven. No shade. I actually like that movie. What's that movie with him and with Mark, uh, Mark Wahlberg? Two Guns. That was a good movie. Two Guns. Yeah, I like that movie. But again, it's not like a movie that's like, oh crap, I'm going to run out to go see it because Denzel's up in it. Um, even like the do. movie for that, Flight. Flight, where he played that, that alcoholic uh, pilot. <laughs> Which I thought was a good movie. It was a good movie. He should have shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, one of my favorite Denzel Washington movies that's not like an Oscar type film, The Book of Eli. The Book of Eli is amazing. All right. Well, we don't want to run down on Denzel and The Rock's discography. Um, (laughs) Brandon, what's your your last topic of the night, man? My last topic of the night. Give me one second, real quick. My last topic is I read this post the other day. Oh, boy. Okay. It was talking about Danny Glover. Like me. Mm. And a black woman, a black woman commented and said, Danny Glover or Donna? Donna Glover. Donna <laughs> Glover. I keep saying Donna Glover. It said, Why you acting so funny? Well, like, like, when he trying, when the black guy's weird, black women don't don't find him attractive. Mm. They just leave him alone until he blows up and they get mad because he, he gets with a white woman. Mm. Or he goes with a woman of another race. Okay. So, do y'all think that's true? If, you, if you're a little weird or nerdy, something like weird or nerdy, you think women will give you attention? I don't. The thugs is like that. Well, I think the number one thing, and disclaimer, I don't want to just say this is just a black woman thing because I think it's just women in general. So, <clears throat> I think we'll find out. I think that um, 
as a as a whole, women love guys who have confidence, who are not socially awkward, who yeah. take care, like you said earlier, take care of themselves yeah. and so on and so forth. When you look at like the nerdy guy or the socially awkward guy, they don't necessarily exude masculinity. So therefore, a lot of women are not going to initially find them attractive. Now, to, I saw the post you were referring to. Guys like Donald Glover, uh, Pharrell Williams, uh, MK, what, what's the YouTube guy name? Marquise Brownlee. Yeah. Um, guys like that who are not necessarily the stereotypical masculine black man. Do black women find them attractive? I think there are some that do. I just think the the thing, the, the argument that always happens, especially like on Twitter and things like that, the black women, and I don't want to generalize, but the black women who do find that attractive, the guys don't find them attractive. So it's always a catch-22. So I think what it really boils down to is it's not that black women are not attracted to the nerdy guys is just the women that the nerdy guys are attracted to are not attracted to them. So well, hold, hold on. What about the other side? What about the black nerdy girls? Are they attracted to the black nerdy guys? I think they are. I can't speak for them. I, I you know, I mean, usually, again, if I, usually if I run into like a, I guess a black nerdy girl, typically into- they're dating outside their race as well. Like I, I saw one the other day, black nerdy girl really into anime, whatever, whatever. She, she was with an Asian dude. Yeah, I see that a lot at the bar too. Like, I don't look, see a lot look, of I'll black see like a dude woman. from Korea. Look, I'll see like a straight Asian dude, like straight from overseas, like like Japan, Korean, whatever. And he'll have like a black girlfriend, and she's into like you know Animation anime. Like that, she yeah. got like she, like she's she's kind of playing that like what's that Crossplay? stereotype? What like that uh that pixie, the manic pixie girl, whatever you talking about? Whatever, like the anime type girl, the fairies, something yeah, like, that? like the fairy like Sailor type. Moon and all that. Yeah, like Sailor Moon okay. and Hello Kitty and all that. Okay. I mean, right. but again, too, I think it's everything's about perspective, right? Yes. I think women like what they like. Yes, they do. Like we have to start because we have to start at the core of this, right? Yep. You are informed as you grow. You are informed by certain characteristics. Oh, okay, I like this. I like that, and then you start building from that. So. Yes. A traditional, because again, we're talking about a stereotype, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's a stereotype. Like, so it's a stereotype, right? Like the blurred, right? Which yes. I don't like that word. I think it's kind of weird, whatever. You know, Shine but basically, that. a non traditionally unmasculine brother who likes anime, <laughs> which, which that's, and to me, that's such a weird focal point. Like, okay, just like how dudes who like sports, like, like, shit, anybody of any walk of life can like sports. Why yeah. can't anybody of any walk of life? Like comics, video games, I think anime, for, for so like long, that. society is always kind of like you have to think about it. Back in the late eighties, nineties, those anime, comics, video games—they were always presented in the mainstream media as like, oh, on basement, the fringe, uh, basement dweller, or somebody who doesn't <laughs> get out, and mama's boy. But like, another thing too that we forget—I think why we had that image is because those things were imported. Here. Like you see what I'm saying? Like anime was important. Like I think what well, um Akira when it first came here, it was already it had been um shown in the theaters way back when up in Japan. So I think that's another element too. It's like we just like Americans, we discovered anime. We discovered things like Dragon Ball Z and Tsunami and Adult Swim yes. with the anime and stuff like that. And just like how for how you said, like it's that it's more of a recent adoption in the mainstream because before then you had to go look for those things. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I don't disagree with you on that. And so I think the idea of, because, again, too, like, the way that most, because even when I meet those brothers out there that are super into the anime and stuff like that, they're not confident, and let's let's be honest, bro, the smell isn't very uh, appealing, right? (laughs) So all your brothers out there, 
Get it together Like you know what I'm saying Please 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 Take care of yourselves Escalate yourself Escalate your game Be confident in yourself Like do not go up to a woman Do not go up to a woman And uh, tap her And be like Oh excuse me Like what Like what is that Again Confidence <laughs> that? bro Confidence, confidence. I mean I guess to answer the question Are black women Into blurs Whatever the case what is talking, what talking, Hold up What is a blur I don't know what that is A blur is a black nerd It's a black nerd That's Shout out it. to blurred.com By the way I was featured on one of their podcasts I think I, two years ago So yeah, shout out to Is this a new brothers. word I've never heard this word it's I been think around it's, for a while I think it's, it's been around for a minute Look up on the Urban Dictionary It'll tell you Yeah But um I think growing up, I used to subscribe to that same narrative, like, oh, yeah, black women are into it. I will say this. Um, as a teenager, I had I noticed on a wider scale that other races of women were more accepting of these hobbies, whether it was gaming, anime, you know, whatever, whatever. And black women didn't really vibe with it. And that could be due to lack of exposure. Lack of now, exposure? Because, like, think about it, bro. Black media, women hate for you play video games. They look, 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 look bro. Look, look, think about Do it. Do they? Like think yeah. about it. No, no. Think I, about it like I will this, say though. this. In my adult life, I have not run into a woman who had a problem with me playing video games. Same. Same here. I have. I am not. Here. As long as I'm taking care of my responsibilities. As long as, as, long as I handle business and I handle the ladies. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm a lady, Tammy. Oh. So, as long as I handle business, everything's cool. As long as I take care of them. I mean, like, bro, look at this video game collection that I have here. Exactly. And, I, got, I mean, it's like, never been an issue. I have a I have a space in my apartment where it's like video game posters, consoles. No woman has ever said anything about that to me. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if women just hate the fact that you play video games or the fact that you know they may look at it. And also, too, I think you have to like like remember this, Brandon. Women are not a monolith, bro. Women be liking all sorts of stuff. They do. They do. I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with that in any shape or form. Look, I, look, I've been seeing seeing women that be liking brothers that can't even speak right. They'd be like with the mush mouth, like but, you know what I'm saying. But like, what is that? What is this? Brother I saying? think as a, I think you just have to come to women as a, a full package because exactly once there. But hold on, but let me say this real quick. But this is a this thing that black women not, are now understanding. Nerds okay. are getting money. Like nerds, are, I mean, nerds most are, most people are getting money nowadays, bro. If you're a brother about your song, you know what I'm saying? saying? No, I wouldn't say most people get. I'm saying like nerds, like the, the IT cancel it. They're making bread. Yeah, they're, 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 they're step below rappers. But I would also say this too, because because again, bro, it's all this perspective. Because I know a lot of blurs who are broke right now. Like you know what I'm saying? Like look, I know this <laughs> one brother. I'm just, not gonna say his name. Is it but, just black women though? Because there's plenty of white women, Asian yeah, chicks, that, little, not, that hey, don't, I don't, that like don't fuck nothing. with. Yeah, I don't like graphic novels. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see the PS Five hide it. Like you got to like well, damn near throw it in the safe. I've never ran into that in my life. But then again, but again how it's many, about exposure. Yeah, that is true. But do you do you date outside your race or do you like uh, hang I, with women that are non-black? I, I got a couple. I hang with people that are non-black. But I have no. But, I, but I know Brandon like the chocolate drop. You know what I'm saying? I do, I, I do too, like You know dark, what I'm saying? I do like dark skin. I, I probably I have the most experience with the outside of the race out of all three of us, more than likely. But yeah, yeah. I would. I mean, I think that's safe bet right there. I wouldn't disagree. I think. I think when you frame the question, like, like we have to look at it because again, black women are not a monolith, right? I, I mean, and I've dated black women who had so many different like walks of life. You know, I mean, maybe you could say she's stereotypical. Project girl, or maybe Project this woman shit. was more like a, for a businesswoman. I've I've met a black woman. She was uh she was in the medical field, uh, becoming a doctor. I mean, again, like we have to like remember too, because because we keep having this idea that all black people do this or they're a monolith, and they're not. Like you know what I'm saying? And again, it's about what you're exposed to. I think if you're looking at a girl who is from a very 
uh, impoverished area. <laughs> nah, nah, she probably don't really like brothers who play <laughs> video games. She probably like no, brothers no, who no, do no, the no, bang no. bang shoot shoot. You know what I'm saying? I like brothers that play 2K. See, I mean, but, see, no, see, but again, too, though, gaming. See, okay, but I'm gonna say this too: gaming is not among us either because I do not consider dudes who only play 2K and, and Call of Duty around the um, fall season to be gamers. I don't. They're seasonal gamers. To me, a gamer is a brother who's investing at least 10, 15 hours a week into video games. I don't know. I, 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 th- I think there's so many different definitions now. Like, Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. there's so many different I try not to put of, people in the box. Of, 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 of games. There are, look, I know dudes who only play mobile games. Like, they don't play the console games, but they got, like, 600 hours up in Rise of Kingdoms and stuff like that. But um, I think... I think one of the things is, and I, and I and I've noticed this with a lot of brothers online, they will they will say, "Oh, black women don't like this type of dude, or they don't like that type of dude." When actuality, they just don't like you. You, you exactly. may not be the that one that they're true. exactly right. Because I can tell you, you gotta like, look, you got to look in the mirror. I interact with black the women. I would say fairly frequently, and. I tell them, so like, listen, this is what I'm into. If anything, they say, oh, I would love to know more about that because yeah. they're initially attracted to yeah. me and then the hobby just become like an afterthought. So For sure. I've been challenged to Tekken and all sorts of things. Like, oh, okay, look, like they take the numerals and then like, okay, well, let's hop on this Tekken and let's hop somewhere else, you know? So I think it just depends on, you know, your exposure, where yeah. you're meeting these people yeah. and, for, and also the initial interaction that y'all have it too. That is true. Yeah, I never had a woman... Say anything about me At least not to me About me and my video game Love and all that So I don't know Maybe just the type of women You're around Or the stereotype But I will say Back in the day Like when I was in high school Or yeah, middle school that was not accepted Oh no It was Well Like okay I was look, I was in anime club And like I remember Wow You know Because like this was like The first time like It was like I think one of the First clubs of its kind In our school district And like you know, we did have some females up in there, and like, <laughs> they're not the typical female that you're like being like, oh, I want to be dating her and stuff like that. Like, I mean, like some of the girls, like they were just like, you know, average or like overweight. And again, too, you know, they were still getting played because we in high school. But like, I guess for some reason, we always had this idea of like people who are anime nerds who are almost just like, ugh, nasty. And now. Recently, you know, do, I mean, during like even to like uh, like artists like um, Little Uzi Vert or like uh, Megan Thee Stallion, like now they're like oh, giving yeah, this Megan focus onto, hey, I like anime too. Anime is cool, and everyone's like, oh damn, man, for anime is cool. Let me hop on the bandwagon, <laughs> it's, and that's why places now. like Zanaku yeah. are so popular now. It's trendy, Zanaku. That was Zanaku. the anime bar we went to. Yeah, the anime oh, bar. Oh, that place, that place was dope. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I I, I think um, you know. You just got to find you a woman who's into the, at least remotely into the same things that you are. Or don't yeah, shun who, you for your interest. Yeah, who's cooperative? Like, I can tell you. I, I can say, like, listen, all black women are into reality TV, and I know that ain't true. That's not true that's at not all, true. But a lot of them are. But some of them do like that Bad Girls Club. Like, you no, no. That's they, love, they love that love and hip-hop. Red flag. <laughs> love and hip-hop. Tell yeah. them, love and hip-hop with the red flag. Um, I did, I, that's one thing I could never understand. All they do is fight. But It's escape. But I think entertainment is, I mean, it's rooted around conflict. Okay, so the same reason why look, like when y'all want to go see Uncharted and guns are going off and bullets are whizzing past, like for like people's heads. Like if y'all sat here and said, "Yes, Uncharted was a very contemplative, introspective film," I'd be like, "I'm not watching that, fam. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch the Last Black Man in San Francisco. I want to watch Uncharted the movie. Like you know what I'm saying? That makes so, sense. So, so I think again, like when we look at things like reality TV, it's centered around 
so-called reality, but it has to be centered around conflict because that's the engine that drives but, that. But also, Phil, you want a love of hip-hop. Oh, that's a rut your brain. I mean, you can say that. I mean, you can say that about video yeah. games, too. I think it's more so about how you internalize the content because exactly. you, you can separate, hey, this is just a television show. show. The, the, just, but some people yeah. don't. I mean, you can some say about video games. But, yeah. yeah, some people don't. Like, bro, I remember in high school, dudes who were like watching uh, what, what Dragon Ball Z, that was actually, oh, man, man. And then they're like, yeah, bro, women don't like brothers like that who actually tries to call me a man. But again, look, we're talking about 1% of like, I guess what, like the blurred, like the black nerd who's doing all that extra uh-huh. This this, right. my, this reminds me of a story I knew uh, one of my friends. I'm not gonna say his name. He was a big uh, big anime nerd. Uh, this had nothing to do with the story. This is a hilarious <laughs> story. Okay. So one day he's running late for his running late for school. Yeah. Do you know what he does on the way to school? He shaves his hair in the dark. Oh man! <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding I swear, me? I promise you, he shaves his hair hair in the dark comes to school. Wow. You said he shaved his head? That in brother's dark. tripped yeah, they came to school And they made fun of him. Like, anybody who made fun of him, he punched him in the kneecap. Wow. Oh, that like, brother tripping. It was a it was a hilarious. Shout out to that brother. I hope that brother out there, he, he got it together finally. I would, never, I would never say his name, but people know who it is. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Well, we're at that one hour and 23 minute mark. Any closing remarks when we get up out of here? Check out Horizon Zero Dawn. Check out Peacemaker on, on HBO Max. Do it. I'll come back next week with the eighty twenty rule. Just be ready for that. Yeah, next week, next week. Of course, uh, just like always, the podcast is going to hit Apple Podcasts first. Apple Podcasts usually get the first dibs on the podcast, and then they'll trickle out to other platforms, Spotify, Amazon Music. I am working on getting this on Google. Google requires a little bit more pizzazz to get podcasts on their platform. So I'm oh, working wow. on that. But, okay. yeah, we got a lot of stuff coming up, you know, websites, you know, try to get the, uh, the video aspect going. So there's a lot of stuff in the works. But, again, shout out to all the listeners from all over shout out to y'all of course and uh yeah with that being said yo we are out peace peace